Welcome to My Patriot Brain, the show that unleashes all that freedom and liberty locked away in my synapses. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Mather. Today is Thursday, June 15th, 2023. I'm coming to you from behind the MPS Behavioral Science Analytics Microphone. Uh, My Patriot Brain is recorded live and published twice a week, every Monday and Thursday morning. Uh, Available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I've got a true social account where I post a lot of the articles that I discuss on here. Uh, I've got a Rumble channel. I've got a website, theconservativesocialpsychologist.com. I've got a book, Implicit Biases in the Unconscious. Uh, Check out my show. Follow it it here on Spotify. Major League Baseball news. Division leaders, once again, on top of all of Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays, a 49-22 record, also atop the American League East. Uh, Minnesota Twins are on top of the American League Central. Texas Rangers are leading the American League West. The Atlanta Braves are leading the National League East. Pittsburgh Pirates are leading the National League Central. And the Arizona Diamondbacks are still in charge of the National League West. Uh, the PGA Golf, uh, U.S. Open, uh, the USGA's national championship, uh, will be held at Los Angeles Country Club this year. It's the first time that Los Angeles Country Club has ever hosted uh, the U.S. Open. It's the first PGA event at the Los Angeles Country Club since the 1940 L.A. Open. Uh, they did host the 2017 Walker Cup. Um, they've got an interesting course. They've got two of the longest par threes in U.S. Open history. Uh, number seven is 284 yards. Number 11 is 290 yards. Uh, and I believe they've got another hole that's 78 yards long. Ricky Fowler was talking about uh, hitting to the right side of it off the green so that he could get up and down and, and try to get par on it rather than trying to aim for the green, miss it, and end up in trouble. Uh, should be a good U.S. Open. Uh, check that out if you get the chance. Uh, professional softball is opening in Oklahoma City tonight for the Oklahoma City Spark. Uh, 7 p.m. tonight, Thursday. Uh, today's Thursday, right? Uh, 7 p.m. tonight um, at the University of Central Oklahoma for the first six games. Uh, and then on July 1st, uh, the Spark moved to Hall of Fame Stadium, uh, which was the recent site of the Women's College World Series. Uh, the Women's Professional Fast Pitch uh, Championship um, will be August 15th through 17th uh, at a to-be-determined location. Uh, lots of former Sooners are on this professional team, uh, including Jocelyn Allo, who was the NCAA home run leader last year. Um, I, you know, here's something I was thinking about the other day. Every time I wash my... Um, water mug thing, I guess it's, it's got a, it's got a metal straw. And I saw a study recently about metal straws, maybe a couple months ago, um, that are a a leading cause of death for children. Uh, and it turns out that children can fall and um, maim themselves pretty badly with uh, metal straws. So keep an eye on that. If you've got metal straws uh, and you let your kids use them, then that's probably not a good idea. There's gotta be something. There's no give to the, the metal straws. I guess mine has, now I realize that's why mine has a uh, a segment to it, I guess. So it can, can I leave it pulled out all the time, but it can collapse on itself. Um, probably a safety feature. Something that a lot of parents probably wouldn't think about. Um, it's a, That also could be used as a good improvised weapon too. Uh, okay, so an article I posted on, or a video I posted on my True Social, a neo-Marxist in the White House. It's a rumble video from O'Connor tonight. Uh, it's a segment with Larry, Larry O'Connor and Liz Wheeler. Uh, and they were discussing the you know extreme socialist uh, policies of, of the Biden administration. Um, but they're also discussing how um, the uh, gender stuff that everybody has going on now is actually part of critical theory that came out of uh, Marxism. Uh, and it led me to think about the fact that, you know, Cal- California is requiring gender affirming care. Uh, and so if a, if a kid says to a parent that they want to be a, another sex, um, then the parent can be fined or jailed or whatever um, can be punished 
uh, for not taking that kid to an expert to let the expert uh, determine whether or not that kid is uh, uh, really needs to transition. Well, of course, there's a nice little cottage industry that just like the abortion industry, right? There, there's a nice little cottage industry for you know therapists that will funnel people into um, gender affirming care at, at uh, local places. We saw this here in, in Oklahoma City, um, and uh, Governor Stitt um, banned um, some of those things. Not Governor Stitt, the legislature, and then Governor Stitt signed it. Um, but it start, led me to think that you know. California requiring gender affirming care is like saying that that you can't pick your own kid's car out when they when they're driving, right? That you it'd be like the government saying you have to let the salesman pick one out for you because you don't know what's best for your kid. Uh, the government wants you to trust the government selected experts, uh, and that's horrifying, particularly when it comes to gender, right? Uh, or changing a child's sex. That's just that's just wrong. And I've discussed that here on the show before. Another video, Rumble video that I posted, Ronald Reagan would be in tears to see the USA Today. Uh, Rumble video from uh, the Joe Pag show. Um, Michael Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan's son, was interviewed. Uh, again, I posted a link to this on True Social. Uh, it gave great insight into Ronald Reagan's personality and how just cheerful he was all the time. Uh, and he also, Michael Reagan gave a lot of insights into what Reagan would think of today's world leaders. And so um, Michael Reagan gave example of Lech Valenza, uh, Margaret Thatcher, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev and then Ronald Reagan as world leaders who wanted to put the world first, right? And to work in a way that um, that everybody got along with what was best for each individual country and also uh, for everybody working together. Uh, and he really blamed a failure of leadership. And he didn't specifically say with the U.S., but he blamed a failure of leadership um, across the globe um, for the problems that we're seeing across the globe. Um, anyway, it was an interesting article or interesting interview. Again, the video is posted on True Social. Uh, another article I posted on my True Social um, about the uh, uh, FBI uh, kind of leaning on the banks uh, in the D.C. area for um, January 6th data. So the Bank of America voluntarily gave the FBI records of all of their debit and credit transactions of their customers in the D.C. metro area uh, between January 5th and January 7th of 2021. So no warrant. The FBI just went to him and said, hey, will you give us all your customer information of, of everybody who who'd had any transactions for you uh, in this area at this time? And, and, the, and the Bank of America said, sure, I'll, we'll give our customer information over to you. Uh, there, there's others that may have been uh, um, involved in this, two other banks that may have been involved in just giving up their, informa their customer information and data to the FBI. Uh, they're being investigated by the House Committee on the Judiciary and the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. Um, that group is providing oversight of the FBI and some of the other banks it looks like may have done this in the DC area. Uh, again, turning over their customer data uh, to and transaction data to the FBI. Citigroup, PNC Financial Services, JP Morgan and Company, Truist, Wells Fargo, and US Bank Corps. Uh, very disturbing uh, that the federal government can get into our banking information like that um, by no warrants at all, just asked. And they, get, and they handed it over to them. So think about where you bank and whether or not they're going to protect your privacy. Okay, so here's a study on face and possibly charisma, maybe just celebrity. Uh, and so the original article that, this is, that I'm discussing here is, is called An AI Method to Score Celebrity Visual Potential from Human Faces. Uh, it's in the journal SSRN, which is not a, a super top journal, but it's good research here, uh, by Fang et al., 2022. So they used artificial intelligence to predict who could be a, a celebrity from facial features. So they claim to use celebrity as a proxy for charisma. 
um, based on some other research that um, I don't know is compelling enough to make you say, to make those interchangeable in the study. So I'm going to go with celebrity. They, they discuss charisma a lot. I'm going to go with celebrity here. They used 6,000 celebrity images and 6,000 non-celebrity images, and they fed them into their AI, and they let the AI go in to do some deep learning and figure out um, if they could predict um, the uh, celebrity images based on, you know, so if they could predict somebody who might become a celebrity based on their facial features. And they did this with 90, the, the model did this with 95.92% accuracy, so incredibly accurate. They found 11 facial features that predicted celebrity, what they called celebrity visual potential, um, which they said was a proxy for charisma. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to stick with uh, predicting ce- celebrity visual potential. And so they found that facial width to height ratio and baby faceness and thin jaw contribute negatively to celebrity visual potential. So those are features that if you have more of them, they're going to make it less likely uh, that you would become a celebrity, apparently. That's how that would work. Uh, sexual dimorphism, which is differences between male and female faces, uh, dark skin color, and large eyes contributed positively uh, to celebrity visual potential. However, dark skin color was positively related, positively related for celebrity for whites, while light skin color was positively celebra- related to celebrity for blacks. And so what you see here is that darker uh, whites were more likely to be celebrities, and lighter skin blacks were more likely to be celebrities. Um, with this model and, and all these images. That's what the deep learning found. Uh, so it really kind of captured stereotypes that, that we're familiar with. So I don't know that celebrity is truly a good proxy for charisma, which is probably why the article was published in SSRN and not necessarily a, a higher quality peer-reviewed journal. Um, but the study has value either way. Uh, it's very interesting to think about how uh, these features can, can uh, predict celebrity and visual potential. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that in my closing thoughts. All right, to the Patriot Brain Line. Uh, thanks to listener Chris from South Oklahoma City. He sent me a, a video on um, from uh, Vivek Ramas- Ramaswamy, uh, the presidential candidate. Uh, I posted that video on my True Social. Um, he did a great job of defending President Trump in the indictment, and it was fascinating how he kind of laid down his arms toward, against a competitor, right? He could be trashing Donald Trump and saying he's indicted, he's out, he's not a candidate anymore. He could be doing all those things. And he talked about how he sent... Uh, letters to the other presidential candidates, Republican and Democrat, saying that they all need to uh, denounce uh, the indictment. And if they don't, that they should say why. And I'm sure none of them respond to it. Um, but is it interesting? It's, it's probably he, he could be angling for a vice president position or he could just be like legitimately um, concerned about this, which I think he probably is. He said in his video that he has a, a Yale law degree. Um, I think he's legitimately concerned at what this what this country's turning into. Uh, I admit that I haven't seen anything from him. I don't really know anything about this this alternative candidate uh, to the presidency. Um, but it was an impressive video, and I posted on my true social nonetheless. And I do realize, and I, I do think through uh, before I post something like a like that on you know Donald Trump's platform. I, like I use true social, uh, and um, I do think through posting you know a competitor's. Uh, content on there, but I post on there nonetheless. Nobody's ever harassed me on there on on that platform, uh, and in fact, nobody inter- interacts with me at all on that particular platform. Um, but it's there for you to see nonetheless. Independent podcasts thrive with private investments that offset the time and financial costs of equipment, software writing, producing, editing, and on-air talent. Please consider supporting My Patriot Brain with a small monthly donation. You can use the support button on the Spotify for Podcasters page or the support this podcast URL in the show description on your other listening platforms. Thank you for listening. We're strong together. 
And it is Thursday. We're going to be rolling into Father's Day weekend. So uh, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there, uh, not the non-birthing parental people, whatever you might call them in, in some kind of woke alternative universe. Uh, fathers are important. Fathers are important to families. Fathers are important to the economy. Fathers are important to everything in life, just like mothers are. Uh, congratulations to you fathers out there and hope you have a great Father's Day. Watch the U.S. Open. If you want to, if you don't like golf, don't watch the U.S. Open. Do do, do whatever works for you on Father's Day. If you're like me, uh, you'll probably be uh, helping the rest of the family do other stuff because that's kind of what fathers do. Anyway, wouldn't trade it for anything. Love being a father uh, and hope the rest of you fathers out there um, love being fathers too and hope that you enjoy your Father's Day. All right, now it's time for my closing thoughts. Just when AI seemed like it's going to end society, I see one of the AI studies in my discipline that can be used to measure something that we would never have been able to measure before with such ease and fine-grained resolution. There are truly great things that can come from AI if we make it work for us. But like I told my friend who was telling the guys about his new smart refrigerator a few years ago, and he looked at me and he said, I know there's no way you'd go for that. I replied, oh, there's no way in hell I'm giving the Chinese hackers the ability to see what I'm eating and to control the temperature of my food. So AI will have tremendous benefits, but it also exposes tremendous vulnerabilities to us as humans. AI will be great as long as it works for us, but the minute we work for AI, the foundation of the sandcastle has eroded beneath us, and we all fall into the ocean together. Until I catch you next time, play hard and have fun. Listen to My Patriot Brain on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Follow me on True Social and Rumble. Check out my other content at theconservativesocialpsychologist.com, and have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.